0: Hey, Mark. Hey, Tom. Thanks for coming. Do you use a washcloth? No. Come on the face, is it good for the skin? Absolutely not.
1: If it gets to the point where I have to take a shit on this thing, I'm hoping it explodes. That's
2: freak city. Specifically for cleaning the ass. I never thought of that. Piss on me, beat me. If I wore this to wake up my
3: children, it would be immediate therapy. A lot of men doing it is nothing to be ashamed of. This is awesome. What
2: is awesome? I'm gonna fucking hear. This is going to cost you so much.
4: you to some non consensual ass play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so the whole family shared one bar of soap. Yeah, and you would put it in your ass. That's disgusting. Interesting. It's hard for me to not believe that racism's not involved with this. I mean, I want some beer. Uh,
5: I'm Whitney.
3: I'm Duncan. You also got really fucking dressed up.
2: I'm so happy we actually got to connect. I'll try it out. In case you missed it, you can stream 69
5: minutes now at ymhstudios.com. My wife is a huge fan of her, her yours. I remember I was telling you that I kind of like dating. She didn't. That was not. She was like red flag. vagina is not is designed for semen. Yes, it is. Yeah, but and so you can you can touch people. People can be touched, but they. <laughs> Welcome, Doctor Dr. Drew. After dark. Please be advised that Dr. After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everyone, welcome Dr. After Dark, eight one eight two five three one six nine three for the... Vo- hey everyone, welcome Dr. After Dark, eight one eight two five three one six nine three for the voice messages and the emails at drfdark at gmail.com. Appreciate you being here at Keegan. Keep an eye out for when we announce the uh, live calls. We will be taking live calls as well. Speaking of... Live calls. Our first date host Lauren Compton in the house. Every uh, when does it come out? Every Tuesday, every right? Tuesday. Every Tuesday. And uh, ours was just out, which was great. Uh, my wife watched it and loved it. Except she went. Uh, she goes. I don't. I don't like listening to you talk about this stuff. <laughs> and I was like, i I'm like, I said, don't. Well, don't listen. It's fine. You don't have to listen. I I wouldn't listen to you talk about this. Most show. people
4: watch it on mute anyway. <laughs>
5: Okay, fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. So I, I we you have not been on this show since you become a part of the a formerly part of the family here. How's it been?
4: Oh my gosh, it's yeah. my favorite thing to do. I bet. I it's my new favorite. Like you,
5: you get to interview really interesting people and yeah. ask them great questions, and they always surprise and yeah. entertain.
4: My my wardrobe has expanded exponentially. I've gotten so many new dresses, and nice. it's just been. Really fun seeing what I can pack my boots into.
5: Many, many different first dates.
4: <laughs> yeah. So everything yeah. good
5: with you otherwise?
4: Everything's going great. Yeah. I'm yeah. in a great mood. You caught me on a good day. Okay,
5: good. Because <laughs> we actually did one show. where you were not in a good mood. We actually didn't even air that show. I know. <laughs> so, I
4: was really bad. I was like, delete it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's okay. You don't want anything going out there that you don't feel good about. So, and since you've started uh, here, and since you've done this show, we started taking live calls on this show too. So, okay, be fun cool. So. Okay, so we know a lot about you. Last time you were here, I learned about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep, which was an extraordinary story. That was fun. Uh, has that been brought up again by anybody? So since? many times. Okay, good because I because I was like, I, am I the only one that feels this is an extraordinary story? I, I want to hear more about it. And my the, the funnest part about it for me was I was like, you know, there's a G- Disney jail, and you're like, yeah, I was in it.
4: I went there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's funny to me sometimes when people are like, oh, my gosh, I follow you. I know everything about you. And then something comes up with Disneyland and they have no idea what that story is. And I'm like, you're either lying or you haven't gone deep enough. <laughs> like, Because <laughs> I feel like that story is very widely known now. That,
5: is that because of the interview here or was it known you before that? You definitely – Put a little rocket fuel behind
4: yeah. it. yeah. Yeah, it
5: is an extraordinary story. You told it like it was not that big a deal.
4: I didn't think it was that big of a deal.
5: Is it's okay? Now that's what we got to drill into a little bit. It, it, you, it wasn't. That was not the. Somebody said to me that was the first time you'd ever had sex. That's not yeah. true. Yeah, no,
4: it was. That was. Yeah. It was the first time you'd
5: ever had sex. Yeah,
4: that's where I lost my virginity.
5: I, I don't think I got that part of the story. <laughs> How did you miss that part? I, I, because the, the whole the whole phenomena was out of control and extraordinary. Doctor Drew,
4: I've had people take selfies on Pirates of the Caribbean and dm them to me since you posted that video people like going to disneyland and they're like i'm sitting where you fucked that guy for the first time and i'm like oh my god see
5: i thought this was something that i mean it it makes kind of how old were you at the time
4: i was like 18 or 19 yeah
5: so it makes sense to me like an 18 year old in a relationship go hey why don't we try this you know but First, not just first for the relationship, but first for Lauren Compton. Yeah. How about him? Was he a virgin too? No. No. So first for you, I'm gonna. Do- you don't think that's extraordinary?
4: I mean, I I went. Were you I drunk? Went, no, I'm I just hadn't even even had alcohol at that time. Okay, good. I was just I just knew I had heard so many people be like, oh, I had like sex with a football game on in the background, and it was like on the couch with like little Timmy's house, and it was like they're all such lame sex stories, and so growing up, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that I don't have a lame s- s- okay, losing so my virginity
5: story. Okay, so this was a story. thing for you. Yeah. Okay, so good. Now it starts to make a little more sense.
4: But and then I had no idea how I was going to do it until we got to Disneyland, and I was like.
5: And you thought t- this is the day. And, today's the day. Okay, and it's going to be Pirates of the Caribbean was what you selected, or did it just come to you when you well, saw we, the scene?
4: We went, yeah, when we were I mean, in did the you? Scene. I mean,
5: let's put it this way seemed like the haunted house would be a little bit more—I don't know—a little easier to pull off. Haunted house. No? A
4: haunted house would scare the fucking no. shit out of me.
5: Are you? You have you been to the haunted house at Disneyland?
4: No. It, oh wait, is that the one where the ghosts fly yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're, you're I thought you were just, it's
5: just the two of you in those um, little bubbles, yeah. as opposed to you with the family of four in no, front of you. No, there was nobody there. What? No, it's a whole Do line. you
4: remember this story? Am I gonna have to retell the story? Maybe I don't.
5: I thought I remembered so it. So
4: we went on it for the first time and there was all the people. Yeah. And then I asked the guy at the front, I was like, when can I come back and we can just ride this by ourselves, like have like a little romantic thing? And he was like, Come back at like eight, eight thirty, like before the park closes. Usually there's not very many people we can let you have your own boat.
5: Like right before it closes. I guess
4: I, I guess don't it closes remember at nine. What, it closes I at nine for yeah, like that. Year. Yeah. And so we went and we had our own boat. And we were on our own boat.
5: I, I do remember being your own boat. I didn't know yeah. quite how that happened. That's we just kind of-
4: went a second time and we went later.
5: Okay. And so see so the, the, the the people at the Pirates of the Caribbean colluded with you. To get the own,
4: they the, didn't know what we were gonna do.
5: Right? I mean, they could. But guess. they
4: definitely let me know when to get my own boat. And right. man, was my boyfriend at the time excited because I had dated him for three years. Oh
5: boy! Oh my god!
4: Yeah. So he was ready. It Was one of the
5: things I asked was how long did this last? I, now, now I know it was about three four, years. Three, no, no, no. The actual sexual event. Oh, four, four minutes. Four, <laughs> se- four seconds is what I bet. <laughs> He may have been good for more than one. <laughs> after all that time, he never
4: even orgasmed. He didn't. No, no.
5: Because the the guards and those, came out and, and so. those
4: cleanup crew. That cleanup crew still made me swab the deck. There was. I was like, "There's no mess."
5: Oh, see, so you didn't tell me that part. I assumed there was a mess.
4: No mess. No and- mess whatsoever. They just wanted me to clean the boat, and then they escorted me into Disneyland jail. That's
5: so fantastic. So where where were you when this all started? Where what scene were you going through?
4: Oh, it was the whole thing. The minute that boat turned the corner. No,
5: you must have gone. You weren't doing it on the waterfalls.
4: Well, I was sitting in his lap, like cowgirl style. So I had a good footing.
5: Okay. So so it was like when you. But if it lasts. Oh, wait. Where did they come out of the background and, and come arrest you? Was that when you. When the
4: boat docked at the end? We went through the whole thing. Were you having
5: sex the whole time?
4: Off and off. I mean this was a long time ago but yeah I, I don't remember it like it was yesterday but I know that when the boat started and turned a corner we were having sex and then by the time it docked, I had my shorts back on and we were like pretending like nothing happened and then the cleanup crew was there and they had been notified
5: So it via wasn't like security they, cameras So they didn't come flying out from some trap doors and stuff no and were there were there people in boats ahead of you and behind you no. So everything was empty. Was yeah, there was guys. nobody
4: there. Right. When we went. We got lucky. I'm sure now it's not like that.
5: Right. But still it's kinda of, <laughs> there's a the, the details are important on this story because it's such an extraordinary story. How you pulled it off, that it was your virginity. But
4: did I pull it off? I got like arrested.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, I could you pull it off without being arrested? You know what I mean? I it, don't think so. Because they have cameras everywhere and it's all yeah. infrared and stuff. Yeah. And so, and you said- I I'd, want
4: that sex tape. It's out there in the world somewhere. No way. There's got to be like a montage of people having sex at Disneyland.
5: Oh, that's interesting.
4: Tell me you disagree.
5: No, I agree. There's, There's got to be. There's definitely something out there yeah.
4: on like Disney's Pornhub. So
5: where should they send that? To DM? DM just Lauren? DM me. Lauren Compton. DM me,
4: Disney. Disney needs to slide into the DMs.
5: <laughs> they, you're right. Somebody's, especially in the days of iPhone, you know, somebody's at least just.
4: Someone. Hmm.
5: So, if I remember right, were you taking. Did you tell me the handcuffs had like. They were like padded or something or had sort of Disney um, esque quality They were quality, like fuzzy something? cups. Yeah. like They, they were, were the like, fuzzy cups. Like toon, Toontown cups. Yeah.
4: They were like the kind that you would like go dominatrix on. God, that is so funny. With someone. And did they put
5: you guys in the same cell or was it a cell?
4: It was an office. It was like when you robbed the mall or something. It was like some stupid office that was just all white with fluorescent lighting. It was like being in a hospital. And
5: the two of you were together. And then
4: there was a desk where, like, you had to, they took my photo and uh, my name. And then they were like, you are banned for life.
5: For life?
4: Yeah. But then I changed my last name because I got married after that to someone else. That's and then so and then I got divorced, and then I changed my name back, and I haven't been back to Disneyland. So I'm really excited to see what happens.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know when you're going. We want, to, we want to record this. Gentlemen, there's a whole special here, I'm sure.
4: Like, what happens when I get in there? Yeah. Are they going to know? Is the red light going to go off? Or is it like, woo,
5: woo? How they don't take your name when they when you buy tickets even, right?
4: I don't think they do. You just buy a ticket online now. Someone's just going to have to recognize I, I have me. To and, you know this. what? What if this whole, like, talking about it publicly is what gets me? There, it's someone at Disneyland is going to be like, hey, Lauren Compton. Oh.
5: Yeah. You're I, actually. I, think about it. There's got to be at least a couple of uh, iterations of employees since then. You know what I mean? I Who's hope gonna so. Who's going to care? They're probably going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well Escort done. me to Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Can we see? Can we- no, we heard about this. Can we see where this all happened? Can you show us? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. It's gonna be very, very different than your last your yeah. last experience and what 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 approximately what what date would that have been what
4: um what well, decade I even? moved to California. It was when I first moved in two thousand and five and I moved on my birthday, which was in September. and then the guy that I was dating came to visit me and that was either september or or October so
5: of two thousand and five of two thousand
4: and five. so
5: it's almost twenty years ago. and uh, I like I like the way you're present to the guy for was it a going away present by the way because uh, it was
4: like a welcome
5: president. No, I understand but did he he moved back or he stayed wherever he was, right? I mean, did you guys keep going oh, out no, even though you moved No,
4: to, we so he went back to he Texas, he right. lives in Texas and so I stayed in California and we broke up. Right. I mean, shortly after that I was like, well, no, that's over. <laughs>
5: <laughs> did you ever think of doing something like that again? Well you couldn't go to Disneyland because you were banned for life. I've
4: had sex in a Target dressing room oh, since then. This is a whole
5: conversation. <laughs> Target dressing room um, that's that's kind of boor- boring.
4: Boring. I know, but everything's going to be boring since then I've had sex well, in a Well that's field what I'm wondering. If there's in the back some, of a truck, there's something, multiple cars. If
5: there's something Disneyland-esque. any, you know, any Six Flags experience. <laughs> i like
4: done the circuit. <laughs>
5: No. Uh, okay. Oh, no. I was, uh, forget. Oh, forgive I me for asking such is an outrageous no. question. <laughs> no. Okay. No. Let's go to some questions. Let's go to some, help okay. some people, all right? What's going on? Okay. Let's talk to Shane here. Shane, what's going on?
6: Hi, Dr. Drew. Hey, buddy. Uh, I have a question about yeah. uh,
5: addiction. About, he's from Vancouver. Um,
6: specifically about alcoholism. mm mm-hmm. uh, So, I, really had a relationship with my father most of my life, uh, because of his alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I was 15, I completely cut him out of my life. Okay. Uh, but uh, over years of like listening to you, I've thought maybe I should have a little more compassion for, uh, alcoholics because of course my situation with my father made me kind of disheartened to alcoholism. I understand. Um, so I just, I, I just wanted to get your advice to see if you could, um, get the reason have more compassion or if I should have a uh, relationship with my biological father that currently I have no interest in.
5: Okay. So uh, you have, you have, when, you have, when you have somebody who's an abusive alcoholic in your life, which I'm guessing he was abusive, right?
6: He was verbally abusive to my mother and more just used alcoholism as a uh, coping method and was more like a coward. Like, I'd see him maybe once a year, and mm. he'd call me once or twice a year, okay. but he'd always call me drunk or want to fool me with. That's a, a,
5: abandoning, abusive, it's all in the same kind of category. You you have kind of two choices. You can leave that person because they, they are not going to continue. It's not going to be nourishing for you to be in that relationship. Or you can go to Al-Anon and you can continue to work on things so you can change the way you relate to them and make it a healthy relationship to the extent that it can be. Of course, it can never be fully because of their disease. But you can at least take care of yourself in the context of that relationship. You chose to leave. That's perfectly reasonable. If he's in recovery, which you don't know, right? We have no idea if he's in recovery
6: or not? No, I haven't talked to him in over 10 years, probably. If he's
5: in recovery um, and people, you know, it depends on how toxic the relationship was when they were using but you want to tell somebody, look, we can have a relationship again once you've established a year of sobriety. Because, you know, a few weeks of sobriety, you, yeah, never, okay. you never know what's going to go on. Now, so you have a choice here. You can, If you're going to get him back involved in your life, you're going to have to either get a therapist or go to Al-Anon. Or if he has been sober for a long period mm-hmm. of time, you can kind of walk in and see how things are going. Uh, but if he's using, don't expect things to be very different. It's not going to be exactly satisfying. Especially, and, and you're gonna have to work on. Th- you have to. Yeah, I understand. You have to have a, You have to have people in your court. Uh, I, Annie and I were talking about this last call, and I made the the uh, analogy to dancing. What Al-Anon does, it's like you're out on the, you're out on the dance floor, and what Al-Anon allows you to do is to just walk off the dance floor. You don't dance with them anymore, and when that happens for the alcoholics, they they are stunned by that. Because they're used to getting their way by manipulating and doing these all these things, this allows them to keep their alcoholism going. And when the people are it's an, it's a relational disorder, and when the people around them aren't willing to play anymore, it it it, it jars them. And sometimes That's it makes Elanon. them get. Eleanor is a program. It's another twelve step program for people, loved ones, spouses, children of people with alcoholic like uh, rehab. Uh, no, it's a it's a codependency program. Mm. Do you know what codependency is? We really talked. about? We've this? talked a lot about it. But we have talked. We but we've talked about it in a show that we didn't air, right?
4: I think so. Yeah.
5: So, you, but do you, you understand what that is? It's 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 boundary issues. It's caretaking. It's wanting to fix people. It's reenacting relationships from the past in certain ways. And you have to kind of break that pattern. Uh, and you have to have a lot of support for that, or you'll keep doing the same thing with the person. And that's that what disease.
2: Al-Anon does. Al-Anon
5: helps you a lot yes. of all the other people that have had those people in their lives that have some periods of sobriety now, or of uh recovery now themselves they help you hmm. Hmm. yeah it works it works very very well it's and it if you're not if you're not doing al anon people come to me all the time they go oh what can i do i'll do anything for my dad or whatever and and i'll go okay one thing i want you to do one thing go to al anon they they rarely do it. Wow, it's weird. I, they're they're like, yeah, yeah, You can well. lead a horse to water. I know, and and it's it seems so odd that me doing something for myself would somehow affect the the person I'm worried about, but it does. It does. All right, more Canadians. Hey Hitler, what's going on, buddy?
3: Not much. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure you see what's going on there. So I finally have my uh, uh, my preemie home after he came home on Monday. Mm. But now I'm more worried about like uh going forward. He was born at 25 26 weeks.
5: Mm. And did he have to stay in the NICU? So, uh
3: being a new dad, I know. Yeah, he was in the NICU uh up until um this past Monday. And so is really he finally brought him home It was having... two different hospitals once he got to a level. Sorry.
5: Keep going. He got to a level.
3: Uh, He got to a better level, basically, where he didn't need oxygen and he could start uh, eating more. And that's when they brought him to a closer hospital
5: to the house. But it was NICUs in both hospitals, yes. Okay. And does he have any pulmonary problems? Are there any gastroenterological issues, nutritional issues?
3: No. There was a little murmur uh, the first couple weeks, Mm -hmm. but it seemed to have uh, taken care of itself. So that's not an issue anymore.
5: Okay. Otherwise, everything else. Well, so you essentially have a normal baby at this point. He did what?
3: He got, like, a tiny little cold. It was, like, just, like, a basic cold, like, right before he got released, but it turned out to be nothing. Right. Only because he's premature now, like, he was premature. I'm just kind of worried about, like, how going forward, if that would be careful with certain
5: things, um, certain environments, like, for the first little bit. I'm surprised they didn't sit you down and have a little conversation about what to do for caretaking, no?
3: The first hospital was a lot better. The second hospital was, uh, uh... Let's just say healthcare is free in Canada, but the nurses
5: aren't always the best. What I thought Canadian healthcare was the the gem of the world. I thought it was so great. People complain about it like crazy. Yeah, on paper, I guess, but yeah. let's talk to actual Canadians. Yeah, I know. Canadian. Believe me, I, I I do talk to them, and they're they hate it. Uh, yeah. Unless they have really no medical problems, they want to go see a doctor. Then if it's not a really if it's not a significant problem, well, then of course they pay no yeah. money. It's no big deal. It's what it's great. But when you have real stuff, it's it's terrible. So, uh, look, I, you essentially have a normal baby now. I, I don't know specifically what's going on with that child. I, I when, When is your first pediatrician uh, appointment?
3: Well, we already saw the pediatrician. Uh, it was two days after he was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything seems to be okay according to the pediatrician. But, yeah, like you said, like, nobody actually sat us down and said, like, you should be careful of doing
5: this and whatnot. It was kind of just like, okay, here's your baby. You guys can go. Yeah. Paper, I, I understand. The, I, the I, d- I doubt that there's anything special you have to worry about with the baby. I, I'll i tell you who we relied on a lot with our own kids. There was a old pediatrician named Brazelton, T. Barry Brazelton. What a name. Read uh, his books. Uh they're f- Brazelton, if you can get your hands on there, He's still got stuff flying around, Uh just full of old wisdom and ideas and things. And, you know, every new parent is scared shitless and doesn't know what to do, and kid, babies make it through. They're pretty resilient. Don't have them around a lot of people right now, right, obviously, because you, you don't want them to get a virus. You want her to keep to thrive and grow and, uh, you know, keep maturing before you bring many people around. Infectious disease is your main problem, and viruses is, are the main culprit, and— Everyone wants to touch the baby and kiss the baby, so kind of, <laughs> kind of keep it, keep it to himself herself for a couple of months, and they'll be fine, I'm sure. So, check out Brazledon. So, in doing a first date, how many shows have you done now?
4: We've released twenty one.
5: How many have you done? Like thirty or 30. 30? I think. What I think. What has stood out? Um... I mean, when you think about, like, it's, it's weird when you do lots of shows because you you forget, you know, it all kind of blends together. Yeah. Except certain things kind of like, like you're, for me, your Pirates of the Caribbean story stands out when I think about, you know, the last couple of years yeah. of shows I've done. What kinds of things jump out or stay stay with you? Um... Do people surprise you? Who they were? Nicer? Not as nice? Funnier? cleverer?
4: I think that, uh... I am surprised at how uh, vulnerable my guests get, which always surprises me because I'm asking like a lot of questions on dating. Yeah, yeah. So when anytime someone like opens up and they tell me something like a little deeper about their personal life, then I I, I guess I feel really special that they're sharing that with me.
5: That's nice. Yeah. Is, has it been all men or do you ever?
4: I think I've had three girls.
5: Have they? Are those aired? I've never seen any uh, Annie anymore.
4: has aired. Whitney has aired. Okay,
5: a- and when is there a difference between the men and the women in terms of how you? The kinda, women
4: are kind of raunchier.
5: Raunchier. Yeah. But of course, it's the Annie and Whitney. So, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of self-selecting population. Yeah. There. But I'm wondering if this vulnerability that you're seeing is something that men have, and you just didn't know it.
4: Probably.
5: Yeah. Because that, that's kind of a a thing that women come to understand at some point in their life typically is that men are much more tender than you think. They
4: really are. Mm. They have all kinds of feelings and emotions and Yeah. Like that's been that's been really nice for me because I feel like sometimes I have like a guard up when I meet people because I'm like, ah like I'm always afraid of like getting hurt.
5: Yeah. Oh men will treat you like shit. Don't worry. (laughs) And I'm (laughs) like, but but we do we have this weird Some remnant mommy thing or something. Men, men really. I know there's a tenderness that they have for and about women. Yeah. Right. That we just, it just, it's just a tender spot. And so I, I some I remember as being an object of your date, um, that you kind of feel, you feel some of that stuff.
4: Well, Matt, I I try to ask questions about the the dating life of other people, like what they're into and stuff and so you have to be a representative of yourself. Yes. So if you want to share with the audience like what it's like to date you, you have to you have you have to lower that guard a yeah. little. Yeah. So that's always that always is so I think that's why I like it so much because I really get to see someone behind their shell.
5: Yeah, it's like being on a day with them. Yeah, it's like that's. I mean, you conducted that way. It's a very smart way to do it.
7: It's fun. My
5: wife is a huge fan of her, her yours, and that's actually she was like, "Get Lauren Conta back. She's back on your show." I love so, her. so that's why you're back. But she could not listen to us talk. She had trouble. Really? Mostly because. I remember I was telling you that I kind of liked dating. She didn't, that was not, she, <laughs> she, was she, like, did, she didn't dig that. Flag,
4: she was like, red flag, that's a red flag. you like
5: dating? I hated dating. I am like, <laughs> I was one of these people. I just enjoyed it. I had a good time. I like people. You know, I, I it was good. It was, and she was like, oh no, I can't listen. I can't hear that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. Did, I, did I forget what you said. Did you like dating when you were um, dating more actively?
4: not really most
5: women don't which is kind of interesting to me
4: i just felt like it's so hard to meet someone that you're not interested in like i can't have like a like on a real date with someone yes i if i know because they you know pretty fast if like you're interested or not and if i'm just not interested why
5: did you see men are very uh pragmatic right here's the thing if we are not interested we are not going on the date
4: But what if you're already on the date?
5: Oh, you find out?
4: So I have always pretty much dated, like, not always, but I guess when I think of dating, I think of online dating, meeting someone online. Yeah. And then you go on a date. Yes. So when you go on the date, that's when you really see someone and you catch their vibe for real. Yes. That feels like a waste of time.
5: (laughs) But but it can also be (laughs) – but it also can be – Positive be revealing yeah. in, in various different, way. okay.
4: But I've never had a successful online relationship. Like anyone that I've met online, it's never worked out.
5: Oh, oh isn't that interesting? Ever. Hmm. And where, where do you meet people then?
4: In real life. But I mean. I met my ex-husband in Vegas at a nightclub. Not a good sign. I know, what happens in Vegas should stay <laughs> in Vegas. Um, and then I met my current boyfriend at a restaurant.
5: Hmm. So with from peers and things like that. Yeah, from friends. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense to me. I, I've always thought that I don't know, the the whole dating app thing, it's it's kind of going down in popularity, right? Yeah, I don't know. I heard on college campuses it's not used much at all now. Mostly sex addicts. And the reality is that only about ten percent of people had real success with it. There was like ten mostly sex addicts could <laughs> sort of act out yeah. on it and stuff. And and everybody else was sort of Either dissatisfied or not getting dates, or just it wasn't really that great a thing for them.
4: Well, I feel like you're seeing what someone looks like, and then the girls always want to know what a guy does, you know? So it's like money and looks.
5: Also, <laughs> a lot, right, right. And so you really have no idea what's going to go on yeah. when you get in the room with And, the then, worst. and a lot of women, my understanding is, when they look at the data, is that a lot of women will not even contemplate a guy like under 5'10. So you're, you're, (laughs) apparently statistically that's true. So you're ruling out a whole bunch of guys (laughs) that might be. So then they have to
4: be funny. (laughs) Like your, your personality has to make up for that height.
5: It could be great.
4: Yeah. Like Mark Normand.
5: But you're, I love the way you're just shitting on Mark Normand. I love Mark (laughs) Normand,
4: but (laughs) But he's short. Yes. And he even said that about himself. He was like talking about shit on himself, how short he was, but he's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. So it doesn't even matter.
5: Well, but this is the point. If you're if you're ruling out a bunch of guys that are under 5'10", you don't know what you're missing. Yeah. You have no idea. And same thing is true of-
4: Also, guys that are shorter usually have bigger dicks.
5: Ah, interesting. Keep going.
4: That is true. <laughs> I mean, I've just, uh, even my girlfriends and stuff, like sometimes like those small kings have a third leg to stand on. You know, it's just like a tripod. They just like bump it out and then they're just leaning literally on the third leg.
5: What's wrong, Eddie? And he's like, he's like, uh, well, and he's uh,
4: black, so he gets a—he doesn't count. Jeez. And he has a big dick just by being black.
1: <sighs> Daddy Drew, means. show
5: me how you sound. That you know big what? Hog. I think. I think. It's, tell
4: me, I'm wrong, Annie
5: No, no, no. I uh, think. I'm it, not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. Well, no guy's gonna tell you that if, after you accuse him of having a big penis. <laughs> But but I think you ought to do You ought to do some first dates where you interview those guys too. That'd be I really know. Right? Mm. That would be really interesting. I did
4: all of my test runs on them.
5: Oh see, you gotta you gotta air those. No, all right. No, no, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all of them simultaneously. No, no, no.
4: Those were hard notes all the way across the board. Hard nope. noses. Oh. Well, you see how I talk to any.
5: We gotta stop right now. (laughs) Right now. No, no, no. Keep going.
4: And he's fine. I think we
5: got some voicemails. (laughs) I'm just gonna let this roll a little bit.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And he opened up.
5: Oh, in the first aid? Yeah. See, bring him back in. But all the time,
4: they always said, every single one of them, they're like, this isn't gonna be on the air, is it?
5: Mm. Yeah, we did. Cowards. Every mm. single mm. one of them. Cowards. I know. <laughs> mm. Got to be vulnerable.
0: Well, I have a question about dating. All right. For Lauren. Okay. Or Andrew, I guess. Yeah. Um. So I went on this date. Uh, and um. Maybe this speaks to you know how men and wi- women see things differently. Okay. But uh. So I went on this date and we ended up like making out at this bar. And at one point nice. I'm like, <laughs> at one point I'm like, you're really cute. And she says to me, "You're really interesting."
5: <laughs> I think that's a compliment. Oh, it is. Yeah, it it is a compliment, but how to bad, take that? Issue. Bad yeah. timing for the
0: compliment. Yeah, though. it's
5: bad timing. And and men and women use very different words to mean very different things. He's he's absolutely right. Like for instance, cute. He used the right word, cute, because cute for a woman includes a lot of very attractive features. Yeah. And so for us, it, we just think. Mm. Dogs are cute, you know. It's like, yeah. like cats or yeah, are cute. Should I
0: feel bad that I was perhaps but interesting. A shallow or no, I no, feel No, 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 no. I think you did. I think you played it cute.
5: right. But interesting. What do you think she meant?
4: I I think that's that's a compliment. I don't know what's wrong here. Well, he
5: was talking about appearance, and, and she, she came back with something quite different. She was looking different. at him deeper. We don't understand.
4: Interesting. Like there's there's like you a, gotta speak
5: fluent male.
4: Um, Interesting is is like potential Like ah. like there's something that I can dig into I'm, I'm interested, here. In, yeah,
5: interested in you Is that I would, similar? That's what
4: I would say if, if if I were to say like Wow, you're really interesting Like I would want to know more about you I'd want to okay. dig in and like get more info Are
5: you still dating her? Uh, uh-oh
4: what, the,
5: what? She's not interesting
4: <laughs> What was that? Whoa. Yeah <laughs>
5: Oh wait a minute. This again, this is kind of a male-female thing. You're like completely read into whatever he was saying. (laughs) What 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 is going on?
4: (laughs) What did you mean by that?
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I just uh, I just mean I don't want to get into it publicly, basically. Uh, Uh, Oh
4: well then quit. (laughs) Look where you work. (laughs) Thanks, Lauren. You're welcome. Please don't quit though.
5: But but she's <laughs> right, guys. This, this is what's weird about you guys being so circumspect. It's like you work at YMH. Yeah. It's
4: this is where one. we all share so much information.
5: And we work at YMH, we all Behind feel shame. We all feel shame <laughs> <laughs> yeah. working here.
0: Yeah. You see this glass divider? Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
5: You're right. You didn't you didn't That's uh, a splash screen. You didn't oh. You didn't sign up to be uh, up here. That's true. You're the behind full, the scenes. Full shame. But still. All right, let's take some calls. This is uh, G- Jim from South Carolina. Jim, what's up?
3: Hey, uh,
0: so I've had warts on my hand for, you know, probably a couple of years now. I've seen the doctor about it, uh, and they don't seem to go away. They recommended freezing them off with the over the counter stuff. Mm. And, uh, I'm just more concerned that when I'm finger blasting my girlfriend, if she's going to get the warts, uh, in her vagina.
4: Are you in high school? Sir Walter Why are Raleigh. you finger banging people?
0: <laughs> I'm not in high school.
4: Don't finger bang people. That's for high schoolers. You don't get finger well, it's
0: just foreplay. I
5: mean, you, uh, you, let me, let, <laughs> let, let, hang on. Let's get into this a little bit. So, hang, gentlemen, cool your jets. Cooling. So, the the whole um,
4: are warts contagious?
5: Yeah, but not so much. Janet, geni- they're not HPV. Those are not HPV warts. Those are viruses, but and they don't really get on the genitalia the same way. So it's not that big a deal. But let's dig into the finger and the vagina talk a little more. That that grosses you out. Yeah. The warts gross you out, or the the all of this whole conversation, no bueno. So, so it is truly the case that <laughs> I, I think young males just want to sort of that's some sort of achievement putting their hand there. <sighs> you know, it's so like, like it's third base. I got the third base.
4: Put your mouth there.
5: Right. And f- adult women are not particularly interested in somebody's dirty, f- yeah. Somebody's dirty fingernails being up their vagina. Somebody's ward hands. Yes, yeah, certainly not the. One. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that, Jim. Nice, nice. nice. Well, well played, sir. <laughs> but I. But there. But women do like. Hang on. Let's get. Let's get some information out here. Women do like sort God, of. This is
4: like that conversation where that guy was like, "My
3: cum is green." <laughs>
5: It's always something. Sorry, I don't mean to compare your <laughs> wart hands here. to green cum. So, But it does, uh, women do like the outside of their vagina touch sometimes, gently.
4: How do we get the warts off his hands, Dr. Drew?
5: Freeze them off. There's also salicylic acid tape. Keep putting the tapes on over it. kind of dissolves them. There's uh, Aldera. There's all kinds of stuff for warts Whoa. now. So you can inject them with interferon. There's all kinds of stuff you can do.
0: Well I've tried freezing them and mm. they mentioned the acid treatment too. Yeah. But uh I work I work with gloves on all day mm. and my hands stay kind of moist. Mm. And so it's really difficult to dry them out and then treat them at night and then they just get wet again try, the next day.
5: Try putting salicyclic acid tape on the wart and then tape it on with some like uh some uh wound tape like some cloth tape and uh, just keep wearing it all the time. When you have the gloves on and not and they, they will they that will dissolve them and they won't be as apt to come back because your gloves probably have the virus in them too. You know, they you it, it's complicated to get rid of warts, it's hard to get rid of warts, but I want to talk more about women and men. Okay. Oh, you're you in a position to talk about it yet? Yes. Okay. You okay? You recovered?
4: I just it's so hard hearing
5: the, the wart hand.
4: Okay.
5: I'm sure I'm sure it's not unsightly. I'm sure he just he doesn't like it. I anymore.
4: know, but I feel bad. Like it's like I know he can't help it. And he's obviously trying. And like I hope he figures it out. And in,
5: in the you people tend to outgrow that kind of wart too. They as they get older, they tend to be less like. It sounds like he's to,
4: growing into them.
5: Nah, how old is he? I didn't say hold he is. I can't see it. I don't see it. Uh,
4: and also finger banging. Yeah well, that's what I want to talk about because Aww. I think men
5: have a weird sense that's look, a lot of men think a vagina as an inside out penis. It is not <laughs> right and, and so and so they imagine they imagine well, if I had an inside out penis, I'd want somebody touching it. I want somebody inside there doing stuff to it. Oh. And, and it's not like that at all, right?
4: No, it's not.
5: Thank you. Keep going, because I Tyrion for well, me. Well, isn't it,
4: that how like trans? Bec- like a man becomes a woman, they like slice the dick in half, and they sort and of then fold they it fold in. It inward, yes, yes, so it is an inside out penis in, in a
5: way. It is yes,
4: and it, so I can see why guys.
5: Well, they before the whole trans thing was such a popular conversation item, men already thought that. Because they they just imagine is that it. how
4: they came up with the surgery? They're like, I know.
5: No, it's not that. It's more that, more that like, well, I put the vagina. Uh, she likes having a penis inside, and that seems to stimulate her. We must be the same with my penis. God. So, yeah, I know. So. But touching around the clitoris can be okay sometimes if yeah. if, if somebody not
4: like a circular motion with a thumb. If somebody
5: has the right touch, yeah. they have to be careful, they have to be It's like it's like petting a cat. But guys like, like
4: to do this like weird not like good. finger no good. twisty yes. like in and they think like, "Oh, I'm just going to like I'm going to like get my fingers in there and I'm going to move them around like this and like yeah. that's just Because
5: gonna, that's what they would want.
4: Oh my god, it's so painful. It's like pinching all the skin. It's like, "What if I took your dick and I just fucking pinched the like all of like hardcore pinched your dick.
5: You're doing God's work. You
4: wouldn't like, like it, young
5: lady. You're you're getting it through to them. This is what it takes to get through to men, because oh, gentlemen, yeah. any of this new information for any of you? Uh, but. Stop sh- f- finger banging I mean like, I
0: definitely don't yeah put my fingers in a twist But did in, you know, know how much they say they don't, don't just you know what
4: I mean it's like what is going on in yeah. there
5: They think their fingers are dildos and uh, and your vagina is inside out penis See that's and... a
4: misconception too yeah. cuz you see the thing on the dildo that like goes like yep. this yep. and trust me if you put your finger in a vagina and you go like this guys think that that's like the move Yep it in the move Uh-uh just keep your fucking hands to yourself
5: I mean, it depends. It, it kind of depends. Okay, I mean, big dick. Well, yeah, but but the, her point is well taken. For the vast majority of women, vast majority. Yeah, that that I've heard that more than once, and not personally, but I've been talking to people on the radio and stuff like that. And so, yes, you're doing God's work by straightening these out, so men don't hurt more women. Yeah. And by the way, if women do, do like something, they'll sort of you can like men. say it. If you're yeah.
4: into that and you like that, if a man can make you come with one finger. Then Good luck. Have have at it, girl. Does,
5: doesn't usually work like that. It but really no. doesn't. No. No. Uh, okay. Uh, vagina is not is designed for semen. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, but, and so you can you can touch people. People can be touched, but they. <laughs> Let's go to calls. I'm giving up. I give up. Uh, all right. Uh, oh my god. Oh, here we go. You'll like this. This is a relationship question from Jack. Hi, Jack. What's going on there?
1: Hi. Um, I'm kind of dealing with a complicated situation with my ex. Okay. Um, she came to me a while ago, uh, sort of, uh, in not doing well in her relationship. And it's, pretty unhealthy.
5: Okay. Hold on a second. How long ago was she your ex-girlfriend? How long did you guys hang on? Hang on. Hold on. How long did you guys date? How long ago did you break up? (laughs) And why'd you break up?
1: Um, we broke up about three or we were together about three years ago. We broke up about two years ago and we broke up. Uh, it also wasn't the healthiest relationship. Uh, It more or less just got to the point where we were kind of ignoring each other.
5: That's why you broke up?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, it was. It got to the point where, like, we just wouldn't talk for days at a time. Mm. And neither of us could really stay like that.
5: Did somebody finally cheat?
1: No, okay. uh neither of us ever cheated. Okay. But and now uh, this and this they cr- have her- cheated on each other. Okay.
5: And it says here they have a, you they have a kid together? Yes. That's awful. Mm-hmm. It's tough. And why are you involved with this?
1: And uh she came to me uh just kind of asking for advice about it and I don't really know cuz she Seems like she wants to stay with him if he can get healthier, and I'm for that. But if he can't, obviously, it's what does, not healthy for what does healthier them or What
5: does healthier mean? What does that mean he needs to get healthier? He needs to go to the gym a little more often. Uh,
1: <laughs> like mentally, uh, like he's sort of depressed and stuff. He says. Uh, he says that's why he's trying to he uh, actually first he cheated on her and now he's trying to take a break and possibly date other people and then get back together.
5: Oh boy. Oh no. <laughs> no, that's a no go. Uh, yeah. That's a no go. Oh god. Yeah. So
1: and huh. I want to tell her that but obviously it feels like I have a vested interest
5: do you want to get back with her
1: I want her to
5: that's a yes <laughs> You, yeah. Uh, yeah that's a yes uh, that's Jack a yes. that's a yes so no,
1: he, if he if he can get his act together then I think she should stay with him because he she obviously really cares about him but I don't like seeing her hurt
5: alright so Lauren what do you think I
4: mean I don't see how their relationship's really gonna work out. And if it does, I think there like needs to be professional help involved, For not sure. not um your
5: help. Yeah. So <laughs> not, would, not that would, you're not a good have, help, but I'm not sure I would you have know. said it quite so harshly, Laura. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm serious. But yes, you're right. So the point is, Jack, stay out of it. Stay the hell out of it. <laughs> no, she's right. Stay out of it. Be supportive, be a friend, be a good listener. Otherwise, stay the hell out of it.
4: Yeah, I don't think you're helping yeah, by being I, involved because you're making her feel like she has an like exit. another an option. Ex- right,
5: an exit strategy. Like, oh,
4: if this doesn't work out, like I've got Jack yeah. on standby.
1: That's,
5: that's a lot of what she's doing here. Yeah,
4: and, so if and, you really care about her.
1: Well, I'd rather her know that that's an option than think mm-hmm. she's stuck with him if he's going to be abusive. Oh boy! You don't think she's gonna do this
5: to YouTube, bro, or, or something different?
1: she's also worried about being a single mother. Yeah, I know, but that's
5: house. gonna be your thing. You're mm-hmm. gonna be a, you know, you're gonna be taking on somebody else's kid pretty soon here. Also, in addition to whatever, whatever went wrong last time is gonna go, go wrong again. Yeah, it seems to me. And and Lauren is right. Some real help, at least get send her to it. Get her to a therapist so yeah. she can figure her own shit out. People, people need help with this stuff they will make the same mistakes over and over again unless they do something internally to solve these problems. okay thanks Jack. Uh, okay here we go. this is kale. Hey, what's going on uh,
0: about uh, just not long after our son was born he'll be three in December. Oh mm-hmm. I started having trouble with uh, depression and um, sex drive and you know the normal stuff. yeah so he talked to her do- doctor about it. he told her to wait a certain amount of time. Then we try to help he started trying to help now this we're on our third um antidepressant now she's on well oh.
3: and
0: she's taking fenramine as oh, well jesus why and she smokes weed and so the fenramine happened when she decided she was going to go get the shot that everybody's taking and the doctor gave her instead.
5: oh boy so she's talking about she was going to get Ozambic. She got I, she got fan instead. Fenteramy, which is stimulant. Not good. Oh, boy.
6: Yeah. So, all right. This is kind of a uh, mess. Saturday was
0: two weeks. She packed up all her
5: stuff. Uh-oh. I apologize. Keep going. She packed up all her stuff and left?
0: Yeah. She moved back in with her parents. She said, I've done nothing wrong. She's done nothing wrong. There's no infidelity. Nothing, nothing like that's going on. She's just unhappy. Oh, boy. So I'm starting to figure out what I need to do next. Okay. Please,
5: they this her whole medication management is kind of a mess. Get her to a psychiatrist. Psychiatrists are trained. They're experts to manage situations like this. There is an amazing new medication for uh, postpartum depression. So you actually have to take it as an IV to first dose, and then you take it orally after that. But the data on it looks amazing. She should not be on fentanyl for weight loss. I don't know what's going on with her metabolic. She's still breastfeeding. No. Okay. No, our she, son will be at three in December. Okay. Yeah, some people do that, but uh, yeah, they do. They breastfeed until like they're six or something. Sometimes. Shut and up. People do it. Don't judge. You cannot judge.
4: I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you're, I? You're pretty
5: good at it, so keep going. <laughs> uh, I don't want to take that away from you. But but it is, you know, whatever's going on metabolic with her or the weight, loss, there's other ways to manage that as well, and not with a stimulant, which, particularly not when she has a mood disorder and she's on complicated medication. Uh, and then, you know, ask that psychiatrist to refer her to a therapist. Uh, that's what has to happen here. But numero, numero uno is get to a psychiatrist. Uh, it's, a lot of people aren't aware of it, this new treatment. Certainly the doctors aren't aware of it. What are you thinking? You look lost I'm just in no.
4: I just I I'm like finally understanding why guys like to suck on women's nipples.
5: Well, the theory is that testosterone does that to us, and that it makes it arousing to you because of that connection that the you, yeah, the stimulation, the connection. And but it, guys
4: it, get stimulated too by that. Like oh, guys sure, fucking love that.
5: Yeah, yeah, they do. And it, and it's uh, it's interesting. One of the a couple things well, I always like talking to transgender men because when they get on the real doses of testosterone, yeah. they the first thing they say is, oftentimes they say, "Oh shit! I'm so sorry. I didn't know you guys have had to contend with this. <laughs> like this is really holy crap." And you were how old really? when this started? You God did this to you at thirteen? Oh my gosh! That's wow. like a
4: Roman Empire question. And
5: you know, and you know what Chaz Bono said to me once? She, he said. Uh, you know, I've noticed one thing I've noticed for sure is that testosterone makes, he said, eye glue to breasts. Yeah. Like, he can't not look at your breasts. Like, it, like he, his eyes just go there. Wow. Because of the testosterone. Huh. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. So, when, when you're having to say to guys, look up here, look yeah, up here, they, eyes up here they, they, they can't, sometimes it's, like can't, can't, it's so
4: hard. Can't. <laughs> I know. I also have a lot to look at. I get it. It's yeah. especially challenging. It's
5: got to be tough uh let's see here. Uh, Daniel. <laughs> Daniel, what's going on How you doing? Hey, man, what's up?
0: Hey, so uh
8: last week, um I uh got hospitalized uh for uh, like strep uh i I have strep frequently uh, like I get it like very, very often, but this is the very first time this has ever happened. Um, It turned into like a viral infection, and they called it, they called it ephangiosis, I think, or phangiosis. Phangi- I think that's what they called it. I don't know.
5: No, you need to um, try again. They, like
8: covered my mouth and like
5: try that again. I'm w- sorry? W- what did they call it? E-
8: Ephang- ephangiosis, I think.
5: I cannot figure out what you're trying to I, say there. I don't know. I, okay. I, I, what, that, but that, but, that, but yeah. things don't turn into viruses, right? You either had a virus to begin with, or you had strep, or you had both, uh, or you had strep, a virus well, on top of the strep point. or something. But effangiosis, what the hell would that word be?
4: Can we Google it?
5: Uh, it's it's not the right word. It's oh. not the real word. It's he's trying to pronounce something that is not that. All right, but keep going. So what happened?
0: Hold on. I mean, look, Let me look at
5: that. Oh, um, herp and anyway. herpangitis. Uh, Her, was oh, it herpangitis? Okay herpangitis yeah, right. yeah. herpangitis look up herpangitis you'll see it is that like oh. it's a viral thing essentially uh herpangitis there we go uh, uh, there we go viral illness causes high fever blister like sores in the mouth and throat so you have probably had the sores all over your mouth and th- your throat and stuff right yeah yeah herpangitis yeah, um, herpangitis like is not herpangitis is not a strep that is a viral condition and it's pretty nasty is
8: that like yeah. herpes um I had tested positive for strep like the like the couple of days before this. Yeah. That's why that's
5: why I was saying that. I like see. I, uh, that was I either have, I've never had this happen before. Yeah. Did they give you any medication for the strep those when you tested positive? Uh
0: Seftonier?
5: Here we are again. What?
8: Ceftinir? Uh,
5: Seftonir. Seftonir.
3: Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. N.I.R. gosh i wonder i almost wonder if that's a drug reaction that you had too but anyway okay so fine uh and anyway you're fine now right
8: uh well no i'm actually having a lot of lingering effects from it like like you said like with that um pain with what i'm having like a, a lot of feet like a lot of fever my mouth oh. still is breaking out oh and, my goodness uh, like, I'm getting really worn out for, like,
5: everything. Oh, gosh. Well, you should see an infectious disease doctor then for sure because something is not right here. Uh, did they treat you with any kind of antiviral medication?
8: Um, a, uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mispronounce the name again. It starts with an A.
5: Acycli- uh, Acyclov- Acyclov- Acyclovir. Acyclovir. Yeah, that uh, may not be enough. How much were you taking? You taking it like five times a day? You taking it regularly? Uh,
8: Yeah, Uh, every two tabs every eight hours.
5: Every eight hours, okay. Yeah, you can do that too. Um, But yeah, acyclovir is the original medication for herpes. Five
4: times a day. Sometimes you give
5: them two hundred milligrams very, you know, spaced apart, very, you know. Can do that, but that's why they invented uh, things like there, there's longer acting versions of these acyclovir-like drugs out there now because of how frequently you had to take the acyclovir. That's
3: a lot of water. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Well, listen, uh yeah, yeah the, you're just, um, just you've not been mistreated, yeah, right? It came you, from? Well, I don't know about where it came from, but uh you, you've not been mistreated. But uh, I, I would see an infectious disease doctor to get this. You, you, something's not right. It's not that clear what's going on. They need to do a little more testing and you shouldn't still be feeling this way. That's that's too long. It makes me worry it's something else going on. And there to be a lot of other illnesses associated with this kind of thing. I don't want to, you know, speculate because it'll freak you out if I start speculating. But oh we, my always, God, we always
4: God, Dr. Drew, you're worse than Google. No,
5: because we always think about the worst things, but it, it's unlikely to be. Oh one yeah. Of those
4: anything things, that same. happens to me, Google says I should have well, died two days ago. Not
5: only that, with a physician, our job is to rule out dangerous things first. So they always occur to us immediately. Like, oh, we got to make sure it's not this, make sure it's not that. Yeah. Because we want to be sure of that. So uh, do we have any medical videos by any chance?
3: Oh, no. No medical videos. Oh. No. But we got some other TikToks
7: for you.
5: Okay. Let's entertain Lauren with that. Give her a little you know, break. You actually,
1: I, I think TikTok. this one, this one is medical.
7: Have you ever went to a public uh, bathroom and there was just shit all over the wall and you're <laughs> like, how the hell did that get on there? Uh, well, I have the answer for you because I was one of those people that splattered shit on the wall. What? So basically what had happened was I had went nine days without taking a shit. <laughs> and um, I was just going to keep going, you know, because I don't ever go to the doctor or anything. But I was at my mom's house. I was trying to walk up her stairs and I start crying because I'm in so much pain because I there is so much crap in my body. Um, and she sees me and she's like, are you OK? And I said, well, I haven't taken a dump in over a week. Um, so I think that, like, it's starting to take a toll on me. And she was like, oh, my God, that's really not good. I'm going to go get you a laxative. So she runs to the store I and he buys this, face. like, laxative chocolate bar and brings it back. Oh, and I eat it. And about 30 minutes later, it hits me. I'm like, okay, I got to go. So I go and I sit on the toilet. And for the next four hours, I am there fighting for my life. <laughs> Uh, and later that afternoon, we have plans. We have this benefit to go to because someone in my family had passed away, and they were trying to raise money for his funeral. So, uh, basically, I needed to wrap this up because I couldn't. You know, I would feel bad if I missed that.
5: Yes, reason. So
7: after four hours of sitting on the toilet, um I had like an hour left before we need to go to the benefit, and I'm like, okay. For that hour, I was like, I'm good. I I think that every ounce of <laughs> shit that was in my body is gone now. I love this um, girl. So I'm good to go. She looks so normal. So yes, we go to the benefit. Yeah. And basically, it's like where you buy a plate of food, <laughs> sit down, eat, whatever. Uh, so that's what we do. And right after I get on eating, it hits me immediately. I have to go. So I sprint to the bathroom, barely make it. Uh, and I sit down on the toilet But it doesn't matter because the shit just goes flying all over the wall, (laughs) over the sink, all over the floor. Uh, Excuse me. Um, And I start panicking because this is like a one-person bathroom. And I'm like, I hope no one is outside waiting to come in here. Sure enough, I open the door. There's someone waiting outside. And I said, I'm so sorry. I had an accident in there. Uh, Please wait outside. Like, don't go in there. I'll be right back. I'm going to go get something to clean it up. Um, And I run to my cousin because she has children. And I'm like, hey, I, love all I need these to use your baby wipes because I, I destroyed the, the bathroom in there. And she was like, okay, yeah, I can come help you. And I was like, okay, thank you. We walk into the bathroom, and she is like, oh, how how are you? Are you good? Like, how are you still alive after this? Uh, and I was like, you know what? Just, I don't need your judgment right now. Just get out. And I'll, I'll clean it up myself. Judgment. And, uh, and I did. Because I'm a good person like that. but Yes, you are. Basically, don't ever go nine days without taking a shit. Like, if you if you go more than three or four, contact a doctor or at least go get a laxative from the store. Because, guys, this was the worst experience of my life. I,
5: I, I don't have enough. I can't, I can't give her enough respect for sharing that with the world. Wow, she, that's she a lot. Is, it's a lot. I and her honesty and her openness and her yeah. vulnerability. Talk about vulnerability. That's a vulnerable young lady.
1: Wow. Now
5: I, of course, have to know what any thinks of this. If you, you're you're the master. You're the the sensei of uh, said behavior. What do you think? She just mean. didn't have the right training.
0: You know, I've uh, I, we've all had a, a circumstance. Like oh, this, but, um, but, yeah, th-
5: She needs more control. Oh, is what it we've all like. had a circumstance. I know, Lauren. Have you had a circumstance?
4: I had. I've had one bad experience.
5: One blowout.
4: One one blowout. Mm. Yeah. I, you're looking like am I gonna have to share this story I'm, I'm
5: just just oh, leaving no. the, I'm just giving you that opportunity should that be you know you always leave me with something that I stay, stay I was, with me
4: I I had to go to the bathroom one time and it was really really bad and I cannot believe I'm sharing this story um
5: were you out uh, in public, were you at home? I was
4: in public, mm-hmm. and so I ran home okay. in my car, uh. and the whole time I had to go just as bad as you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And I had an elevator that went up to my floor, and the elevator was very known for taking a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the elevator finally comes takes me to my floor. You know like the closer you get to the door? Your
5: body is like, you're, it's preparing for liftoff. you
4: have to go? Yes,
5: no the body, it's like an imperfect science. I don't but know
4: what that feeling is, but it's real. It's bad, yeah. And so I get to the door, pull out my keys, trying to get the key in the <sighs> thing, I get in the door.
5: Now it's panic I,
4: and I, now, And I'm wearing a romper. Mm. And so the romper has a zipper in the back, and oh. so it's like a one piece Ugh. pull up thing. Uh and i get all the way to the bathroom and i can't pull the zipper oh.
5: down
4: so i pull my romper to the side
5: nice nice move
4: and i just shit all over it cuz it didn't it was not a clean poop
5: oh but you but you got at least to the bowl
4: i got to the bowl Go-
5: Again, well done, well done.
4: I got to the We're bowl, proud of you. but you don't. I'm not that even that. You're gonna, excused.
5: The romper, the romper was a technical. I couldn't
4: get te- technical difficulties. Technical failure.
5: Yeah, it's a reasonable, reasonable. It, it reasonable.
4: ruined the romper. Well,
5: you know, the romper shouldn't have malfunctioned like that. I it agree. Deserved it. It That's deserved what I get it. for buying cheap shit. You, you made it all the way into the, the all bathroom, the way there. And then I was that stupid. Romper. Oh,
4: it was there, but
5: no, you shouldn't be ashamed. I mean, this is your mom's house. This brown stories carry great. Uh, Sort of meaning here. Yeah, because, I'm not
4: good with poop stories. Like no. it's just so uncomfortable to talk about for me. Like that and the warty finger banging. Yeah, like, we have been. We've, I'm we've just not a gross talker. Yes, I we've, tell we've, you about my sex life all day long. I understand. We, we've but my poop life. Mm-hmm.
5: We've covered some challenging territory today for you. Yeah.
4: That was hard. I'm sweating a it's little good. bit. Good, you done like, great. Whoa. you did good,
5: and you and you clarified some details about the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. That things that I get some. I probably need to hear your story a couple more times just to get it all completely <laughs> clear in my head. What that experience. So I really feel like I was there with you. <laughs> and we've established that that you're going to invite well any of us to come. Alive. Come. To come visit uh, yeah. when you go to Disneyland next.
4: I can't wait so. to ride that ride again. It's going to be very nostalgic. You know, my for wife me. will be there.
5: She's a big fan of yours. <laughs> so, okay, we have one last question. Is there anything else, anything on the on the uh, in the menu there you guys have that I should get to? Uh, any videos or anything? The videos have been good. That, those were two of the best videos we've had in a long time, by the way. Do you uh, have any more calls? We do have a call. I'll, I'll, I just want to make that? sure. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, all right. This is uh, Nick. Go ahead, Nick.
2: hello hey there you look more blunts lick more butts yeah buddy um <laughs> so <I have laughs> okay so hold on nick nick I, nick i've got to explain
5: nick hold on nick i, I have to explain what that was because you're you're e- each of these environments i live in or broadcast from or whatever it might be create content has its own language like here, it's Hey, Hitler, and uh, you better be coming up in May, and Hey, Mommy, and Hey, Jeans, and all that yeah. stuff. Well, I did a show with Mike Catherwood. He was my last co-host on Loveline, and he sang a song once. As Well, Mike's been on the show a number of times, and Rudy comes with Mike, right? Rudy shows up here. Rudy's a musician, and he sings. And he had a, he had a very – next time Mike comes in here, we'll have Rudy sing the song uh, Smoke More Blunts, Lick More Butt. Isn't that what it was? Is that right, Nick?
2: Yeah. It's more,
5: more blunts no like more blunts.
4: Uh, That's a no, good line.
2: Oh, what, was it, what was the last line? No live... No, wait. Something about living your life with your brown hole shut. Something yeah, about that. Yeah. I don't remember the full...
5: Yeah, we'll, we'll get it from Mike one of these days. So Yeah, okay. you would agree with that. So yeah, okay. I agree with okay. that. Good. Okay. All right, so now keep going. Hoarders, what's going on?
2: So, um, my fiancé <laughs> inherited a house from his dad, who still lives there.
3: Mm-mm.
2: His dad paid it off fully it in my fiance's name no idea why it seems a little strange to me
5: but mm-hmm.
2: he won't let us clean or fix the house mm-hmm. so i'm trying to find a way to get him on board like the electrical coming down to the house is exposed no working bathroom no working kitchen coffee mugs haven't been cleaned in 12 years oh, so, uh, um septic tank has never been drained so like and he listens to your mom house so i'm hoping you can say, you can get him on board with us cleaning and picking the house. So, That's like okay, so listen. And he, the, like, he
5: lives, he sleeps. The one thing that always bothers me about hoarding, per se, is that it's often a symptom of other neuropsychiatric stuff, right? When I watch the hoarders on TV, I'd say eight times out of a ten, that person has a thought disorder, a psychotic illness of some type. But one of the other very common reasons that people get into hoarding is cognitive decline. As they get older, if they're getting any kind of dementia or mild stuff, it doesn't have to be severe, they'll start to neglect their environment and not really notice it the way you would if you're fully present. So I wonder if one thing you might do is get him to the doctor or neurologist, make sure there's not something going on that way. Is that a possibility?
2: So on that subject, he has been doing mushrooms for it since November. Oh, my God. since the end of September, since September, every night to "quote unquote" help him sleep. Oh my god! And like he keeps asking us the same questions over and over again, and I'm like, look, I told you the same answer twelve times in the last hour. Yeah, but the
5: question—that's because he's forgetting. He—that's an Alzheimer's symptom. The, the repeating questions—that's a dementia symptom. And if he has a dementia, you can get control over things. you can get you can get conservatorship, you can start to step in. In fact, in fact, let me let me caution you. if you don't, you could be accused of elder abuse. You have to be really careful with situations oh, like this. Okay. It's like if you don't get him proper medical care, you will be the one accused of the problem. So it sounds like you have somebody who is okay. neurologically ill. As a result of it, they can't manage he their won't lib- sleep in his bedroom. No, you, you need to get him to he
2: sleeps in the recliner in the dining room yeah. in front of his computer and we can't get him into his bedroom. Yeah. So like we're trying we wanna be like he stuffs eggshells around me because he there's there's trauma between him and his son. And since I started dating his son, he's been way more polite. Like if I'm around he doesn't say anything. I I understand, but you need... Politely take care of it.
5: He needs a proper evaluation. Now, if he is not sufficiently or so neurologically impaired that you have an obligation or a right to step in on his behalf, then you might think about public health and people like that or outside agencies to come in and mandate the cleanup. You can't really do this one on your own. you you need to need help with this. You can also call social services. Get social services involved. They are are somewhat uh, trained to look at the neurological psychiatric status and sort of make some assessments of that and make some referrals for that so it's a complicated situation but it is something that requires care it really does you deserve better than this he deserves better than this so there you go all right we'll finish on a a high note like that we won't talk about Shading all over the bathroom or or warts in the fingers and
4: it's okay. YMH will be sure to make that my promo.
5: Oh, of course it will. <laughs> of course it will. Unless you go into like, a fight. Oh, <laughs>
4: something she didn't like to talk about. Post it.
5: <laughs> you well, you now you know what it's like here. You know, you you've been here long enough now that you get it.
4: Oh, I'm sold. I'm here. I'm just like I'm ready for it.
5: All right, before I let you go, other than me, who is your favorite interview favorite date so far?
4: Um
5: you like Norman?
4: Man, you know, I will say this with all sincerity. I've enjoyed almost everyone. Almost everyone. Almost everyone. You, and you're
5: gonna leave that as a mystery where the almost is.
4: <laughs> I'll say that my I think my personal favorite was probably Ron White.
5: I don't think I saw that one. Okay, I'll have to go look at that.
4: Ron. I think that, and the reason why he was one of my favorites is because my mom is a huge fan oh, of his, and cool. my mom, when I told her that I was interviewing Ron White, she thought that I was just the coolest thing since nice. sliced bread, so that really, like, meant something to me, because my mom doesn't really, like, like to keep give up, a shit like, about yeah, no, doing. she's like, whatever, 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 you know, I, like, do Playboy and all this stuff, and she's like, whatever, <laughs> And then when I was like, "Mom, I'm like, I'm going to Y and do another show," Uh, she's like, "Who are you interviewing today?" Like, she always asks, she cares, yeah. But she never knows who fuck anybody is. And I was like, "I'm gonna interview Ron White," and she just was like, "Oh my!" And that was like the first time that she was like, freaking stoked.
5: Nice. She's proud of you.
4: Yeah. And so that like that was, I think it's more of all the feeling around it, but yeah.
5: Well done. Well, Lauren, as always, you do not disappoint. Uh, Thank you for being here. Thank you for come anytime. Seriously, whenever you want to come in here, you're always welcome. And thanks. You particularly make Susan Pinsky happy because she just like she thinks we should be doing every show together. Susan has my number
4: now, so she can text me whenever she wants.
5: Be careful. (laughs) She She, told me the other day.
4: She's like, my son was watching this. It was like it was uh, something Joker's. um, I don't know. It was the show that we were talking about. Okay. Anyway. She was texting me and she remembered what the show was called. And then she was like, that was the show. You're so. going to
5: have to learn how to speak fluent she has two different languages. One is spoken, and that one needs a certain translation. And texting needs a very special translation. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna send it to her. What does this mean? I have no idea what she's talking about. And God help you if you respond in the middle of one of her thoughts. Yeah. She will not see it. She'll just keep going. And you'll and you'll think she's responding to you, and she's five thoughts back in her own head. She's so, so
4: funny. The first time I had a call with her, I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And she was like, "Oh, I'm just. I'm all right today." like whatever and then she just like kept going and i was like what wait wait <laughs> why are we just okay and then she, she was so funny she I, didn't
5: unload on you she was waiting for you to ask why i don't,
4: I don't remember what else she was saying
5: she's stressed she's busy she too was much going of... a
4: million miles an hour mm-hmm. and i was like okay okay okay
5: you know i really really like my wife and i love my wife both which is really an, a That's kind a of an amazing combo. thing it's kind of an amazing thing but I literally now at the point we've we've since we spent a lot more time with each other now that we're I, mean, I used to be such a workaholic that I was not around but now we're, we're we work together now we're at each other a lot and I can read her fucking mind that's crazy. it's, it's weird I mean she she'll sort of say something oblique and I'll go uh, what she mean what she's <laughs> thinking is so I'll go here's what's here's what she really means oh that's the
4: best yeah
5: it's it's odds but uh. Here well, shout we
4: Shout out to Susan. Love you.
5: All right. So we'll see you at Disneyland. Yeah. She and I. Lauren Compte, everybody. We'll see you next time.